If we go into Detroit and we've laid a 50 burger on them. Oh, damn, y'all, meow, meow. I'll be a happy if, fofo. If we go into Detroit and put a 50 burger on the Lions. We're winning the Super Bowl, boys. We gotta stop, Drew. We gotta get the show. We, we can't. Have, even, can't we gotta quit. Talk. We're like twelve-year-olds. We're, we're, like, we're like grandfatherly twelve-year-olds. Let's go. That's we're right. Grandfatherly twelve-year-olds here for Good Morning Gallahorn once again. It's Ted. Obviously Ted. clapped. Drew, who knew how to clap too? Ted Nugent, of course. How you guys doing? We're doing good. And yourself? I didn't get to talk to Ted after that big monstrosity 41 to 17 win. Yeah, I was uh so here's the deal on that. I don't want to hear that <laughs> fucking wine taste. Let's hear it. So my wife, she she's put up with me for like 30 years. And like once or twice a year, she asked me to go to one of her uh wine group meetings. And apparently uh. you know, she says I agreed to this months ago, which if I did. I'm not saying she lied, but I was under the assumption it was a Saturday, not a Sunday meeting. Right. So she's like, hey, don't forget, Sunday, at, you know, we got the thing. I'm like, Sunday, what time? Well, it's at noon. No, 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 no. <laughs> and she looked, it was like at three. So I, I got to see like the first half. And oh, believe it or not, geez. I turned it off. I turned the game off right after Miami ran in for a 75-yard touchdown to make it 21-17. I'm like, well, this is probably a good turning point to turn it off because the Vikings are going to lose anyways. So we go to that. Right, right. That's how kind of I was feeling too. So so we go to that thing, and I'm like, well, at least, you know, while we're driving there, it was over in, in West County in Deshamoth area. So West County is like at least a 30 to 40 minute drive for traffic. I'm like, well, she'll drive. Uh, I'll pull it up on my on my Sunday ticket mobile on my phone and I'll watch most of the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. We get in the car and we're not on the road more than five minutes. Well, the game was on here locally, so it wasn't on the Sunday ticket. And so I go to my direct TV app. And they don't play local channels live on, on streaming. So I was, right. host. I was actually host. So I'm like, well, okay, fine. I'll go to the Red, Red Zone channel on, on Sunday Ticket, and I'll see a, a snippet of the game here and there, and I'll just get caught up. It won't be that big a deal. <laughs> and my app logs out, and I try to log back in, and it's the, it says it's the wrong password and, and, and username, and it wouldn't let me back in. So I've got oh this whole thing God. going on. Oh, it was a mess. So whatever. Anyways. Good win, great win. Sorry, I missed the recap show, but I was learning about uh, champagne and American sparkling wines. Well, I loved your response. You know, what is the difference between champagne and sparkling wines? Okay, so like the the wine person says, well, American sparkling wine. Uh, <laughs> if it's from, it can only be called champagne if it's from the Champagne region in France. Okay, cool. They, so the guy said, we do one, and then we do a French one. We do an American one and a French one. And I, I look over to my wife, and I'm, like, kind of real quiet because it's kind of a hoity-toity crowd. I'm like, 
would it be appropriate to say that the uh, French champagne surrendered to the palate while the American one invaded oh. and conquered the palate? <laughs> I like she shot me. She shot me a couple dagger eyes, and, and yeah. she said, you better not say that. So I did. Yeah, oh, you should have went for it. Anyway, absolutely. But do you know that most of those grapevines that are presently used in Champagne, France, came from California? I don't care, Dave. Let me give you the stock answer I give my wife. I don't care. I, I don't. I don't care about the soil composition. I don't care what slope of the hill the gradient is that the wind hits it on. I don't yeah. care. All we care about now is getting a wild card. <laughs> there we go. We don't care go. about wine or champagne or none of that shit. Right. <laughs> well, after um, what's his face? Delage, Belage, Collage. From Arizona ran, State. Yeah. Yeah, ran that back for 75 yards. Mm -hmm. The Vikings defense shut them down for a grand total of 10 yards after that. That was amazing. It just they played at an elite level. You yeah, know, besides the nine sacks, they pressured Tannehill on over 50% of the his dropbacks. That's amazing. It might, might have been the best half defensively under Zimmer since he's been there. I, that's kind of what I'm – I mean, the more I've been researching and looking at the numbers, it was you're, – you're right. It was fantastic. Are, are, you talking, are you talking minus the run or even with that run included? No, I'm talking I'm uh, more more consolidated to that third and fourth quarter, the okay. second half of that game. You know what's really strange, guys, is we had nine sacks. Mm -hmm. uh, we had one in the first half and eight in the second half, which set a Viking record. The Viking, It's the most sacks the Vikings have ever had in a half of football. Really? Yeah, and usually it's the other way around in football games. You see a lot of sacks in the first half, then the coaches will adjust, leave a tight end in, leave an extra back in. They'll go max protect because they're getting their ass kicked and then you'll see the sacks drop off very rarely do you see especially with that kind of an increase it going from one to eight is really really rare but that's what that's how it went well it's very strange and it. one thing i noticed is that is that mike zimmer i don't know if it was like to send a message to the team or to the nfl or to his the fans or whatever but he seemed to blitz a lot more in the second half mackenzie alexander was coming harrison smith was coming right the linebackers were coming and, and Ryan Tannehill, and maybe it was because Ryan Tannehill's ankles were, were wrapped so bad they looked like two clubfoots. Did, <laughs> did you see that picture? They look like breaking the cameras. Yep. Oh, so yeah, whatever. It was it was uh, it was it was a great performance. Uh, he was not having a good time. They were no, they wasn't. were they were psyched up and they were playing with that intensity that we've all been waiting for the whole season. And it was really good to see. It was it was just a lot of pressure, and it was really really good to see. It was. Good, it was on a that Balazs run, Zim took credit for it. Who what? On that Balazs run, Zim took credit for it. And why am I going dark? I don't know. Lost your lost your beard, man. And your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar glasses. Where'd you go, Kareem? I see that. But I just, what in the heck is going on? He never went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. What happened to those? We'll improvise. We'll adapt. No, we'll overcome. Look at Ted. If you take away that that awful pick six and that Balazs run, we boat raced those fuckers, dude. Well, we did anyways. And and but here's the thing with that. You know, everybody said, "Oh, the Vikings are back." The Vikings are back. Vikings are back. My my only concern is a that it was Miami, and sure. yeah, they were seven six, and now but you 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 rolled out those numbers. Yeah, um, 
in the in the preview show that their defense is not very good. 29th, yeah. Yeah. And and they were 29th running. Yeah, 29th running and 29th passing. Right. Um if if they give up uh plays like that in the playoffs or against the Bears oh. in week 17, they're gonna get run out of the stadium, man. Because yes, they are 21 and nothing versus all of a sudden 21-17 with two huge plays. I don't want to say back-to-back, but within close proximity of one another is a huge momentum shifter, and the Vikings will be on the road, and that will be a completely different animal than what we saw at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday. I think I would have to agree. I think we're all reserved a little bit. We like the win, but we know that's, you know, we got a long way to go. Yeah, very much so. So I, uh, defensively, I'm feeling a lot better about this team. The offense did get it going a little bit, but we hit that dry spell once again. Um, I don't, I don't, I, Christopher Gates had some really good points about Cousins, and I can't really elaborate much more than what he said. He was pretty much spot on. Uh, we got to refresh me. What did I, I didn't see the whole thing? I, I was actually busy at work today. Well, he kind of talked about from the standpoint of, of and a lot of it we talked about before I had my technical problems, but the fact that he is what he is, and you, this is what you're going to get. Yeah, I saw uh, that part. Yeah. You know, you know, the, 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 the turnovers and the, you know, you know, what kind of gets me about him, Ted, is it, you know, he's got to be a little bit more tougher in the pocket. He's got to be a little bit more resilient. You can't, I saw him go down on a play where a guy brushed up against his ankle. I mean, it was yeah. like a fucking poodle brought him down. Uh, like a dog, like, when he's at a party and a dog runs by him and brushes his leg, does he fall down? I mean, come on, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking him to be big Ben in the pocket. With guys draped on him, I'm asking him. You got to have at least a little bit of escapability, a little bit of toughness, a little bit of. I don't even know what the word is. You got to get away from it sometimes. You got to. You can't just go down like that all the time. A lot of Agreed. times he he looks like he's 45 years old. A lot of times he does. Yeah, because he moves like it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you talk about being at Soldier Field in the middle of January in the snow. How the hell are we supposed to have a chance to win if our our quarterback's not going to buck up and. and you know, I, I, I'm looking ahead, but still. No, I there, I think I think you're exactly right. I I, I like her cousins, I, and you know, I I got I got kind of ragged on on Daily Norseman for saying that. Yeah, I hate the guy. I don't. I I I like her cousins. I'm not a big fan of the contract, but that's the going rate <laughs> for a quarterback. Right. With the with the with the salary cap going up, it looks like another 11 million dollars. That's not even going to be that big of a deal, I don't think. Be that as it may. Um, you're absolutely right, Drew. He's I, I, one thing I was um, I was talking, doing another thing here before I came on. The one thing I really liked about Kevin Stefanski is that he seemed to call plays to the strengths of the Vikings. Not only Kirk Cousins, but the offensive line. He got Cousins mobile, rolling out, um, able to see the field more, survey the field with a little extra more, a little extra time. They were doing a lot of zone blocking or trap blocking in the running game than they seem to be doing. Where where DeFilippo at the end just sort of got in a rut, and it seemed to me that he was doing, he was calling plays that that went right into the teeth of the weakness of the Vikings. Sure, and 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 nobody was doing anything with that. And so, if Stefanski can keep doing that, and Cousins can eliminate that one or two really bad play a game, which he sort of seems to be known for. Um, the Vikings can make some noise in the playoffs. That first drive was fantastic, Ted. It was fantastic. That was, it was. They, just, they looked sharp, 
I think they averaged 10.8 yards of play on that drive. On the uh, opening drive? Yes. Wow. Um, and you could probably put all three of them in together. But, you know, it's, it's like Viking fans. We're up 21 nothing, and we're in their territory. We're driving for another one, and then it happens. And we're like, yeah. oh. Well, you know, here's the oh. thing. And, and I'll kind of defend Cousins a little bit here because there had been um, – I can't remember if it was a long Dalvin Cook run or a completed pass that would have either been a first down or a second a second and short in Miami territory. They got called back for a holding penalty that ended right. up putting the Vikings in third and long, which caused them to cause a sc- call the screen pass, yes. which was the interception and blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. And uh, we've talked about before, and I talked to Chris about this. If there's going to be turnovers, we're going to have turnovers. Let's just not make them six touchdown turnovers. Yeah, please. exactly. I mean, please. We've had six of those this season. That's way too many. I mean, Hasn't been that many. If you're good, yeah, a couple fumbles, and I think three, three, two fumbles, and maybe three pick sixes, four pick sixes, four Jeez, pick man. sixes. I think that so. might be more than Tarkin and had his whole career. But what I'm saying is, you're going to turn the ball over, just turn it over, and let's play some defense. Don't turn it over and give him a touchdown. I mean, that's. It's happened far too many times. I agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah. And that's, and that's when you talk about postseason, you know, cream of the crop, top of the teams are coming up. Turnovers are amplified a lot in the playoffs. They're really, really big in the playoffs. Not that, you know. When Case Keenum threw that pick six in the NFC Championship game, it completely changed the complexion of that game. Yes, it did. The, it, the, the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings were steamrolled from that point on because the Eagles got momentum. They got the crowd behind them. They got the crowd fired up. And it was pretty much over. Yes, yes, and uh, that's what that's what I'm. You know, I'm just gonna have to live with it with Cousins. I don't think it's gonna it's gonna change. We're gonna have to hope that the mistakes don't don't uh, cost us. And we know the Vikings don't bounce back well mentally from big mistakes. We've seen that all season. I thought they did okay on Sunday. Yeah, but I'd say Sunday was about the first time they've done. Well, it. you know, you know, you know, who saved us on Sunday. Cheryl's. Cheryl's. Yeah. Daryl's grabbed all that. All the momentum was swirling down the shitter, baby. It was toiling down the – it was gone. And then he ran that 70-yard punt return back, and it was like us being on the ropes and then throwing a left hook and staggering our opponent. We got right back in it with that. So Yeah. And, and then Bailey did, kicked the field goal, and he didn't miss. Seven for seven. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But we got the win, and we moved on. I, I missed you. On the uh, show afterwards, the the raw show, and I wanted to get—I at least wanted to get your takes on how you felt overall about it. Um, and it's, it, it felt like a really good win. I think it was the best win we've had all season. Yeah, I would agree. Either that yeah. or the Jets game. And I called thirty-one fourteen, so I was in the ballpark. But I knew—I—I I, I did call. We we're going to go over thirty. You guys didn't think that was going to happen, but I kind of no. felt it this week. So, Dave, you got you—you you got your 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 mess on snafu there, or what's going on? No, I'm still trying. Yeah, you are. We can see you. Well, I, saw, I got my phone going. You notice there, the my avatar's off, but I'm doing this over my phone right now. All what right, let's we, go. What were, you saying, what were you saying 20 minutes ago? Yeah, Drew phased out on that show. He did. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. All of a sudden, the equipment's on the other foot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Every time I turn around, it's always a problem with you guys. Every time. Every time. That, that's a pretty good Tony Montana imitation, I got to say. Princess, I told you, no kids, didn't I? <laughs> no kids. On that Balazs run. Yes. You know, Zimmer took credit for it. And you take credit for it? Oh, you mean blame? Yeah, he said he called the Come wrong on, defense. Dick. 
Well, that's right? he called a overpressure on the right, where he had um, Smith and who was it? I think Barr up to blitz. You could tell in the replay it was a it was a misfungal, whatever you want right. to call it. You know what? And, that's just a that's a football it, thing. That shit yeah. happened. Waynes had the coverage. Waynes didn't recognize it quick enough, and that's when he blew by or Chopped had up. to tackle. Chopped if, that up. Waynes was being run out by the receiver. If, if, if Smith beats that backside tackle, it's a two yard loss, and he beats that back or that backside block, and, and he beats that backside block more often than he doesn't. Sometimes you get you get a good play against another alignment and it just hits. That's what happens. The football thing. Vikings bounce back in one big. Don't care about it anymore. Yeah. Not like they gave up 62. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Lions this week, guys. Second go around with them. Yep, going to the Motor City. That's when we set our sack record. We set the sack record at week nine. We beat them 24 to nine. We set the sack record. We were all over the place that day. How many sacks did we get on Stafford that day? Eight? We got 10 sacks on Stafford. Man, we hit him him more than a pinata at a kid's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! That was Paris Hilton hitting. Um, Hunter got, uh, that, that was, that was Paris Hilton. Yeah. He got Hunter got three and a half sacks and nine tackles that day. It's the day he went off. He got 30 skull points. He was on fire that day. Um, cook had 90 yards rushing. Uh, cousins had a fumble, but you know, other than that, I I do want to point out, this is important stat. Last time we played Detroit cousins was 18 for 22. Very efficient in the air. He only had four incompletions in that game. So that's kind of his deal, though. I mean, he I, – I, I hate to say that – I mean, it sounds weird when I'm going to say this, but he's efficient with the ball and he takes care of the ball with the exception of that one really bad, inopportune turnover. I mean, if he can get rid of that, the dude is a top-five quarterback. Yeah he's, yeah, he's like the guy at the party. We're having fun. He's doing karaoke. He's telling jokes. You go, this guy's a great guy. And then he erupts into this violent behavior. And you're going, all of a sudden, he just explodes into this violent behavior. And he's running around with a baseball bat saying, I hate you. So it's like, yeah, you get the best of him. And it's like, yeah, he 18 for 22 is good in the air. But, you know, I looked at his turn. He had a turnover in that game. He's had a turnover in almost every game. So, yeah, he leads the NFL in turnovers, doesn't he? Yes, seventeen is what we've had, and yeah, by, by him, way too much. We way our def- the defense was uh, pretty good last time we played. We held the Lions to uh, what was it, two hundred and nine total yards, and they were zero for three in the red zone. Lions do not have a very good offense at all, guys. No, so week wasn't didn't they trade? Uh, was it Golden Tate that week? They traded like three or four days before that game. Exactly right. They yeah, they were down golden. They traded Golden Taint. They traded him four days before the before we played him. But uh, yeah, we we two oh nine in this in today's modern football. You hold the team to two hundred and nine yards. That's pretty. That's pretty stingy. Yeah, and, and but they're Detroit's just not a very good football team. No, they're twenty fourth overall. They're twenty first passing offense. Twenty fourth rushing. They got some injuries, as Darren Campbell pointed out today. He said, Drew, they're pretty banged up. They've never, they haven't done really anything offensively. They're minus six in turnovers, so they turn the ball over. Uh, 
this is setting up for us to be, you know, but it's on the road in Detroit and, you know, anything can happen when we're on the road. So I'm, I'm feeling a lot better after last week though. You know, Hey Ted, we are the league leader in sacks now. I saw that. I saw you post that earlier. I meant to comment. Yeah. That's awesome, you know, man. You know, you know what though? At the beginning at episode two of good morning, Gallahorn way back in September, I asked Dave, it may have been the preseason. I asked Dave Stefano, how many sacks will, or I said, will Hunter get 15 sacks? And he says, uh, he'll get 15 for sure. And I said, are you sure? He says, yeah, if I, if he gets 15 sacks, I will do the Jared Allen dance and post the live video. That's what oh, he said he would do. There we go. Hey, Dave, he's at 14 and a half, baby. Get that fucking rope ready. We want to see the Jared Allen dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said, though. I'm holding him to it. Okay. He tied for second in the league with 14 and a half. Uh, Donald has 16 and a half, but uh, there's quite a drop-off, too. Our next guy has, like, five. It's really a big drop-off in sacks, so Hunter's running away with it in terms of the sack total. But we are officially 47 leads the NFL right now, and it's the most sacks we've ever had at this stage for a Zimmer team. This is the highest sack total we've ever had. Wow. So we got to keep the pressure on. I'm figuring yeah, 10 this week, another eight next week. <laughs> now we'll only get two because Trubisky will run out of the pocket and run for 172 yards. God, I hate that kid. Oh, you know, no. what, what, if they, what if they sit people, Ted? Have you ever thought about that? You know, I, I did I did a post on, uh, on Daily Norseman about playoff odds and, and all that. And I, I said, you know, I think the Bears will be sitting guys because they'll be locked into the three seed. And that sort of went out the window when the Rams lost to the Eagles on Sunday night. The, I mean, the Rams The Rams play, I think, San Francisco and, and, Arizona. and Arizona. I mean, they should – I mean, they'll be heavily favored their last two games. But, I mean, the Bears are, are within a game of the number two seed, and they have the tiebreaker. I, I don't think the Bears will be sitting anybody in that Week 17 game. Well, that would you be if you- the Rams lose to San Francisco, and that's the only – game i can see them possibly losing hey do you guys know our our playoff scenario like we beat the lions to go eight six and one what do we need to have happen before we clinch the vikings can clinch on sunday if they win they got to beat detroit obviously philadelphia has to lose and the redskins have to lose who do they got philadelphia Philadelphia plays houston at home um and washington plays at tennessee with Billy Kilmer at quarterback, they're not going to win. Sonny Jurgensen. They're not going to win that game. Washington's done. No. I, Philadelphia <clears> kind of worries about, me, though. Philadelphia I'm worried me. about it. They're a different team with Foles. They, really they are, are a different team. Yeah, they really are. I'm worried, I'm worried about them making a and run. It's only Foles in the second half of the season. Not that we could finish tied with them, but we they're a different team than we played. That I, team I, I saw Sunday night is is was real deal. They all played. They were 13 point dogs going into that and they, they won it outright. Easy. Yeah. They they Well, who would you rather play in the playoffs? The uh, Cardinals? If, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would rather go to Dallas than Chicago. I'd like to play honest. Dallas. We match up well against Dallas. I think so. Yeah, but we don't know how it's going to finish up. So and if we clinch Sunday. And week 17 proves useless to Chicago, i.e. it's 
they've locked up the three seed. They can't get the second seed. What does that week 17 game look like? Preseason uh, game week, two, week, week two of the preseason is what it looks like. Is there a possibility that could be useless to us week 17? I mean, can we not? It, if we, yes, if, the, if, Eagles, we play, if the Eagles lose and the Redskins lose and we win Sunday, what are we playing for week 17? Can we change positions or not? They, they could go to the fifth seed. Uh, they're, they're a half game behind Seattle. Lose. If, if the Vikings went out, Seattle loses one or two. The Vikings can, can jump into the fifth seed. Fuck, we should have won that game in Seattle. Damn it! Yeah, yeah we should have. Son of a bitch. Should have yeah, beat the Bears in Chicago. Green Bay to start off with. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we have, so. We have the fourth-ranked defense overall in the entire league. We're really that's, rolling the defense. That's, defense is really sh- is showing out lately. We're fourth against the pass, and that's losing Hughes, our first-round pick. We're fourth against the pass. Uh... You know, Sundeo hasn't been there. Harris has filled in. Our secondary, our depth in the secondary has really helped this team this year. Holton yeah. Hill has come on. Mackenzie, very good. Mackenzie Alexander has been, has turned it around this year. Uh, I think the last month he's been playing really some, he does, he's really good on the blitz package. He's been getting better. He's really good back there. And I, I've been really hard on him. the highest scored player on the Vikings this last week with I mean, a 90 something. Look at our secondary. Smith usually has to carry everybody. He didn't do anything last week, and the other guys carried us. I was really happy with that. I was really happy. The team seems to be peaking, right, especially the defense. Not offensively, though. Well, after there's a huge difference with last week and Stefanski and I agree. But before that. But let's follow it up. If we go into Detroit and we have seven points in the fourth quarter and we're fighting a 10-7 game, then it hasn't gotten any better. Right, but if we go into Detroit and we laid a 50-burger on them. Oh, damn, y'all, meow, meow. I'll be a happy if, foe. If we go into Detroit and put a 50-burger on the Lions, we're winning the Super Bowl, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I just, I, I really. I like that. I like that. I like that. Honestly, he's got to, Stefanski has to, has to do it more than one game. But I thought he called a very Pat Shermer like game for the Vikings on Sunday. I mean, he, he I, I would argue he probably had a little bit of trouble adjusting on the fly, right. which I think is natural. But he got caught up and he figured out what was going on. And after that Cheryl's punt return, Vikings got a field goal and then a couple touchdowns and, and they were rolling again, man. I, uh, he he puts on another performance like this. Take the interim tag off and make him the OC, and let's roll. Let's roll. And we're playing a Lions team that you know. Look, come on, guys. They're they're one step away from going to the golf, going to the hot tub. They don't want to play. I mean, they right. want to they want to cash it in. It's kind of you know. Last time we played them, they had seventy plays and we only had forty six. We had more yards. They had twenty four more plays than us, and we had eighty more yards than they did. Very strange. So, <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. Man, you, you give me impressive numbers every week. I love it. Well, you know what? I go through the stats, and I thought, oh, this one's boring. This one's boring. This one's boring. And, wow, look at this one. You know, it's kind of like kind of what I do. I try to prepare myself because I know you guys will leave me behind if I'm not. Now I want to go back to Stefanski. Dude, your face is all red. Did you shoot steroids when we no, were talking? No, it's because I'm on my crappy camera now. Um, oh. With Stefanski, you're not having a heart attack or something. if he does a... Good job. Okay. Define good. Define yeah. good. Lays a 50 burger. 
Okay. That, oh, okay. That's, that's better good. than good, but okay. That's good. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking and damn good. The offense is efficient, scores lots, looks great. Second coming of Shermer. He's doing the same thing. He's mixing everything up, spreading things out. He's putting in two tight ends. He's running play action pass like the best of them. Everything's working perfectly. Ted, you just said make him OC. Now, I think yeah. making him OC would increase our chance of keeping him next year than if we leave him in the interim tag and then somebody tries to scarf him up as an OC next year. Make sense? Yeah. I I, I mean, I lock the dude up. Give him a three-year deal. I don't care. Lock do it what, up! Do what you got to do. Because if we don't, somebody's going to scarf him the money. up as an OC. Now they may have second thoughts to make him a head coach. That's why I'm saying uh, we may get at least two seasons out of him. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he'll get head coach jive. Let's give him a Plus. couple more games before we call him Brian Billick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, no, right. No kidding. But John DeFilippo's already in head coach conversations everywhere. Oh, which I, I don't think so. He is anymore. I, I don't think he is anymore. No, I, I. I Especially when you when you compare and contrast month of the Vikings offense compared to what Stefanski did against the Dolphins, and and De Filippo went up against some pretty mediocre defenses too. And didn't yes, do, he did. Didn't do beans. He didn't. Or the Vikings beans. offense didn't do beans. He didn't do beans. I, I I I would think the head coaching buzz for for Flip is dead for the time being. I think he'll still be a head coach one day, but it's not going to be next year. I'd be. I'll be very surprised if it is. I don't think there's anybody in the whole Vikings building that's thinking about coordinators, coaching, coach. I mean, players. Nobody's thinking about next year. Everybody's no. concentrated on, you know, Stefanski. This is your deal. Let's go. We'll worry about giving you an extension or making you. I mean, that that all doesn't matter right now, does it? I mean, oh no, there's talk all across. Well, to me, it doesn't matter about. Coaches, we're worried about who our coordinator is going to be next year. Most of the teams have already, you know, eliminated. Well, a good chunk of them have already eliminated themselves. So that talk is going on the national media. Well, I suggest to the Vikings, if I could call Zimmer, get away from the round table and get your ass into the projector and start looking at the fucking Lions before you walk into a buzzsaw. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. He's had the Lions number. The only time they he has a hard time with the Lions is in Minnesota. I hate the Lions. We ended that this year, though. We beat them in our, our house, finally. Yes. That's right. So it's going to, you know, we're going up. And we don't have, what's your name, singing that long national anthem, so that's not going to drag us out. So Aretha. Yeah, that's because yeah. she's deceased. But. She is deceased. <laughs> I miss her. I miss her voice. I used to listen to her quite often. But that 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 national anthem really strung out pretty long, and it got me off my game. That's still going but, on. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to this line. I'm looking forward to carrying over what we did to the Dolphins. You know, it's tough with Viking fans. Viking fans say, you can't beat a winning team. We beat a winning team. But it's the shitty Dolphins. I mean, you can't please them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't fucking please them, dude. It's like, but it's the Dolphins. But they had a winning record. So, come yeah. on, now. Yeah, but then I heard, but they don't now. Consistency. I just want to see consistency. I want to see the offense carry it over and not go through that two-quarter lull like they had in the middle of the game. Yes, and I think, like David said, you know, we, we got a good start. You know, we got two good quarters. We could turn that into four good quarters. And and and, and to we piggyback on something the great, the great Stefano said, 
He also said, and this is before the show, about if this team gets rolling offensively and defensively, nobody's going to want to step up to the mic and play us in the playoffs. Nobody will. I 100% agree with that. Yes. Because and we can, we can go. We can go into, I'd rather, you know, going to New Orleans, we can beat those kind of teams. Look, and remember what we talked about a month ago, Ted? Right around, right around the end of November, we talked about how defense is coming back, right? The cold well, weather teams are coming back. Look at the Saints the last two weeks. Look at the Rams. Yeah. Look at all these high-powered Madden offenses. It's all dying down, just like we talked about. Defense is coming back, baby. And here's the thing. The Vikings, yes, they lost to Seattle. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Saints. They lost to the Rams. But if they don't make stupid plays in that game, you could right. argue they could have won all four of those games. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, if if this if this offense under Stefanski, yeah, if this offense under Stefanski does what it did against the Dolphins and they can eliminate those dumb plays, man, they're a tough out. They're a very tough out. Don't beat yourself. Exactly. You know, you know it's about matchups. You know what matchups are? A good good definition of matchups is when you send Cooper Cup across the field when you know Barr is going to have to cover him. That's a matchup you win, and that's how you get touchdown. That's yeah. what that's what game planning is for. That's yeah. what film study is for. That's what finding matchups is for. You got to do things like that, and that's what we need to do. And I think that's oh. what Stefanski will do. And I think he did a very good job of that on Sunday. And Mike Zimmer has done a much better job with the defense the last five, six weeks or so. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Drew. What? I think it's time for way or no way. Way or no way? You guys had a tie last week on way or no way? No way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three to three, and I can do a like, quick 10-second update on it. Uh, you got uh, you have the sacks to over under 3.5. Ted took under. Kind of missed that one. You both got the uh, Cousins TD passes under three. We only had two. Uh, perfect on the kicks. Ted went yes. Dave went no. Um, and on and so forth. Dave predicted the first play almost too perfectly. Left tackle to uh, Cooks, but he called one yard, and it right. was six, and it was six yards. So he got that one. But you guys tied. So going into this week, we got Ted leading four to one on week one, and then Dave, you guys tied last week. So here we go. And look, I brought a fucking pen this week. <laughs> <laughs> way or no way? Let's jump into it. The last time we played the Lions back in week nine, we had 10 sacks. How many this time? Closest guy will win. Eight. Wow. Dave's calling for eight. He ain't dicking around. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going eight and a half. Eight point no, five. No, we can't, we can't do it. No, I, I thought this thing was single player. No. Um man, they seven. Oh. I'm going seven. 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 Okay. Seven for Ted, eight for Dave. Realistically, it's probably about four. But not against the Lions, man. They beat Stafford like a pinata. (laughs) Yeah, their O line's all beat up again. Uh, Let's see. Question number two Uh, Does Cousins play a turnover free game? No. (laughs) No. I'll say yes, okay. just to be contrary. Number three, Vikings total rushing yards closest to the number will win. Go ahead, Dave. 250. Dave. 
250? 250. Are they going to roll up a triple option? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 250, Dude. baby. Hold on. Did they hire – what, did they pick up Butch Wolfolk? What happened? <laughs> I'm going – I'm going to go uh, – 250? 157. 157 in honor of the great Dwayne Rudd. Dwayne Rudd. Okay. I'm giving you guys a clue for the game after this, by the way. I've given you two clues this show. <laughs> See if you're smart enough to pick up on them. Number four, Rudy catches. Over under three point five. Over. Under. Dad goes with the over. Dave goes with the under. And your last question: Total points for the Vikings this week. Closest will win. Fifty burger. Two hundred twenty yards. Fifty points. What are you, Clemson? What the fuck are you talking about? I guess they must have signed Archie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're playing Ferris State. No, I expect uh, a lot of long do we, runs. Do, uh, uh, let me, do we have Buster Rhymes on our team? What? What happened? <laughs> All right. Did, did you say Vikings points? Uh, no, just Vikings points. Not, 20, not the, 27. 27. Okay. Well, that does it. Wait. Best war movie. Oh, that's easy. What? But it's. What? Uh, it's Ted's turn. Oh. Best war movie. Best, like, man. It's an extra credit <sighs> question. Uh, best war movie, I'm going to go with Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private, Saving Ryan's Privates. Okay. <laughs> How about you, David? Mine has always been Patton. That's a fucking yeah, that's a That's a great movie. That, that was, it was either Saving Private Ryan or Patton. <clears throat> That's just a little extra credit for myself because uh, you know what? I like to know about my co-hosts. You know, I really do. I like to know how they live and what makes them tick, and I learn things about them because you know what? That's what I bring to the show. I really, I, <laughs> I really I'm try to put somebody brings something to this show. I like Patton so much. I have owned the soundtrack in just about every form it's come out in. Give us a one-liner from Patton. Give us a give us a quote. Go ahead. Oh. Well, there's the famous scenes, but it's like, like crap through a goose. Okay, there we go. That's that's what we're gonna call the show. Crap through a goose. Okay. All right. Now we're off to Detroit this week. Is there any last things you have to say, Drew? Meow, meow, Viking cow. Ted. Uh, Vikings win. <laughs> Vikings. Vikings win. Hey. Give me a spicy take for the game. Give me something good to chew on while I'm watching this thing. Spicy take. Uh, let's see. All right, here's a spicy take. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen will both have over 100 yards receiving. Bam! Bam! Do we have a graphic with Bam up there right there? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Skull, everybody!